previously on Dungeon World, the, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the three of you were ambushed by some strange humanoid rat-like people. Oh, you, well, you followed them to some nearby ruins after, in fact, Emery blew one of them up. <laughs> then you followed them back to some nearby ruins. You have been exploring the ruins, which appear to be some sort of underground cathedral. You have uncovered signs that there was an ancient god of knowledge that was once worshipped there. And you also encountered a tapestry depicting a figure mm-hmm. holding up a broken crown. Shortly after that, you discovered a broken crown, which through the use of some sort of special key, managed to take the crown. Hurrah, you have a broken crown. Well done, guys. You then <coughs> went into another room. In fact, that's where we ended it, as you went to the other, other room. And there were some big things in the other room. So yes, you just opened that door. And in that room, you saw two more of the vole people, I think you've been calling them and a particularly large version of one of the bubble people that is carrying a large savage axe. Ah, oh, lovely. And the other two are carrying crude hatchets, much like the others have been. So, as you open the door, dun, dun, this dun. thing screeches at you, for lack of a better term, raises his axe, and I believe it was Emery that opened the door, so he swings his axe at Emery. Lucky me. Since I seem to recall, I'd lost the knowledge of how to cast my magic missile. You haven't I? have lost it. You yes. cannot cast magic missile yeah. until you've had a chance to. If you consideration, I shall duck back out of the door. Okay, so as he charges towards you, swinging an axe, you sort of try to roll backwards away from him. I bravely run away, away. away. I'm going to first of all ask Steve to defy danger using dexterity. Eleven! Eleven. Whoa. You easily get out of the way. I'm making this guy. And he swings, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, okay, he swings the axe, you sort of like. <laughs> Swings it again, you know. it again, you sort of like, <laughs> your feet are on the floor, you bend over backwards, and then you sort of realise you can't actually keep this up. You basically, you drop to the floor, roll to the side, and end up behind the rear door. And Merith, you said you are going to lose an arrow at him. Yeah. I would say that's a volley. Uh, a volley. Your volley is a basic move. Yes. You're probably going to be rolling 2d6 plus your death. I think you are correct. Ten. Your arrow thunks into him quite solidly. This guy is, however, considerably tougher than his companions. What is your damage for a ranger? Uh, yeah. So roll a d8 to see how much damage you do to him. One. Okay, you, your arrow is it, it's on course, <laughs> and the last one is he actually, not quite with the same skill as Emery, but he matrixes out of the way that your arrow is like a nick across his cheek. He doesn't seem particularly bothered by it. Stranger. <laughs> He does have a, you know, realising you're armed and, and quite dangerous, he, he plays it a little bit more cautiously. He moves back and he, you're assuming he's speaking, but he, he squeaks at the other two Volians. Volians! Uh, I like the name. <laughs> and they move forward, so you'd have to go through them to get into the room now. Brutal, what are you going to do? Can I transform into a jaguar and pounce on one of them? You can indeed. <laughs> I take minus one to one of my stats, which will be intelligence. And you get clawed, don't you? I, I will choose the added damage because I have sharp talons. Drop down onto your hands and knees and then shift into Jaguar form. Yes. Um, are you going to lunge at one of these Volians as well? Maybe you, maybe, maybe you sort of like leap at him and shift midair. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say roll for hack and slash. 14. 14. You can easily slam into him. So you will do your normal damage plus 1d4. You can yeah. choose to do an extra d6 damage, but then you take you expose yourself to an enemy's attack. Yeah, so you can do an extra d6, but it means that he gets to jab at you with his hatchet at the same time and will also do damage to you. I'll just do standard. Okay. Five is, total. Is that including the extra d4 from your sharp claws? Yep. Three plus two. You are well, arguably fortunate. And you slash quite savagely across his throat, and he uh, gurgles a bit and flaps his backwards. 
I'm a big cat. He's a big rat. <laughs> you're like ideally suited for fighting these things. <laughs> Ruidor, now that you're actually in the room, uh-oh, you can see a bit more. It's not exactly hidden. That bundle of hay is obscuring a hole in the floor. It's a burrowed tunnel, so it appears to be sort of how they got in here. Okay, I will try not to fall down the hole. Now that you're sort of back to your feet, Emery, what are you mm-hmm. going to do? Well, my combat ability is pretty much non-existent. If I can get a line of sight without blocking Merit's line of sight, I'll basically try and uh, ponk the nearest Volian with my staff. Probably, yeah, so if you approach the door, you can sort of certainly swing your attack through the doorway yeah. at him, and Merit could still get a shot off at him. Yes, yeah, so I'm hoping that he's slightly distracted by the massive cat thing. Let's find out. Four. Okay, you swing your staff at him. This thing, surprisingly deftly, because most of the others have gone down quite easily, grabs your staff and yanks it out of your hands and casts it aside. I have lost every possible offensive ability and I can have at the moment. Oh, I'm just going to kick him in the face and as he raises that shit. I would say that's going to danger by powering through. <laughs> Ten! Excellent. Oh! Okay. You're not that deft. You don't kick him in the face. What ends no. up happening is you kick the hatchet out of his hand. Now he's also in his arm and looks like, Aha! <laughs> Mary, mm. back round to you then. Yeah, I'm going to shoot Something the Bolian who is in the doorway. Oh, poor disarmed little Bolian. I'm going to say that's another volume. Yeah. Pew, pew. Three. You're the three. You, obviously, you miss him. Your arrow comes off a wall behind. You also see and hear the larger one lets out a loud bellow. Good. Not really directed at anyone. I think we can no. guess. The disarmed Bolian, as he sort of ducked out the way of your arrow, he gives up trying to get his hatchets. He's pretty terrified of the jaguar that just ripped apart the throat of his companion. So I think he's going to go for Emery. Because Emery, you are the soft target here, I'm afraid. Dagnabbit! You're also disarmed. You're at an equal disadvantage. <laughs> so he, he actually jumps onto you and starts, like, biting at you, effectively. Well, isn't that just lovely? Can I defend myself by busting sparks into his face? That was cool. It's agitation. That's all it is. Uh, it's a distraction. You give it a try. I yes. like you, so make your cast spell roll. That would be nine. <laughs> right. nine. Nine is a success. Oh, yes, no, it is. Yeah, There are possible drawbacks to it, though, so I think, I think you get what drawback happens. Let's take a look-see, shall we? Well, because, you know, it's how it's going anyway. I shall draw and welcome attention and put myself on the spot. What, what I'm hoping it looks like I'm firing sparks towards him. The idea being, oh, no, he's got more magical powers of death to throw at us. You raise your hands. Sparks of energy fly out for them. The thing is baffled and confused and ends up falling over. Ooh. Whereupon the big guy <laughs> points at you and scowls and chitters something. He does not seem impressed by you using magic. That's terribly unfair, he says. <laughs> <laughs> Just not cricket. I say, this is a gentleman's fight here. He's a very British bully. <laughs> Definitely. Don't you tell. Which speaks, which speaks, Ruidor, you've savaged one of the mole people. What are you doing with the other? I want to turn, snarl okay. at the big one, and then leap at him again. Well, I, I'm going to say that's another hack and slash then. I'm aiming to do damage. Oh, sh- That's a terrible roll. Oh, hang on. Sorry, no. I rolled damage. I just realised, right, okay, so I've actually rolled 13. And then I guess yeah. my damage roll is 6 because I already rolled it. <laughs> That makes sense. So yes, you sort of lift your head, turn, snarl at bigger one, leap towards him, and this one seems a far more competent fighter, but you do manage to sort of leave a savage gash on one of his arms, and he drops into a fighting stance opposite you. Emery, we're going to go back to you. You've dazzled this bubble man. He's on the floor. Are you going to take Just advantage hands. of it? I am going to disengage and start going back down the corridor. 
back towards the other rooms. He brains he ran away, away. The actual Eden corridor. Yep, I'm off. Come back with him. Merith. Now that Emery has apparently fled, there is a downed bull man on the floor in front of you, rubbing his eyes as he tries to get back to his feet. Shoot him. After due consideration. Indeed, nine. Okay, you lose an arrow at him, you hit him easily. There is a side effect of some sort, though, and I believe if you look at volume, uh, the options. You have to move to get the shot, placing in danger of the GM's choice, or you have to take what you can get, minus d6 damage, or you have to take several shots, reducing your ammo by one. I've had to move, take the shot, because Emery has just run past me. That's fair, yeah. <laughs> you kind of shoot him through a doorway, weren't yeah. you? So, yeah, you probably have to get a lot closer. Yeah. I roll for damage, then. Three. Okay, you've got a lot closer. You have loosed an arrow at him, and you've hit him quite solidly in the shoulder. You shot me. You shot me right in the arm. <laughs> he yelps and scurries away from you, but he's not dead. Okay. So you're not in fighting condition, but not dead yet. Meanwhile, the larger bowl man <laughs> dropped into a fighting stance against the jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, what was that, Max? <laughs> I think you heard the first time. <laughs> Drops into a fighting stance opposite the Jaguar and lunges forward, swinging his axe at you. I'm going to back up away from the axe. <laughs> so you are defying danger with dexterity? Eight. That's kind of only partially defied. Eight is indeed a partial success. What are the options in the defy danger? You stumble, hesitate, or flinch. The GM will offer you a worse outcome, hard bargain, or ugly choice. Okay, so combat in Dungeon World doesn't necessarily reflect a single swing. It reflects yeah. a, you know, a, a bit of back and forth, a series of blows. So this thing comes at you with his axe. When you back up, you sort of move to one side and he slams it into the ground next to you. You move to another side, he slams it into the ground next to you. You sort of back across the room. The easiest way to get out of his reach now would be to go down the hole. <laughs> or you can take a hit. Well, mm. you, can, you can take a half strength hit or you can go down the hole. I'll hit. take the hit. Okay. He actually does a D10 plus two damage. Whoa, Holy cow. <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll round down to two. That puts me on 12 hit points now. So he doesn't get a solid blow on you, but he, he sort of nicked you a bit, but now you've kind of circled around back into the room proper. I'm going to have him now. Okay. Are you going to try and retaliate? Yeah, of course I am. I'm pouncing and trying to slash his throat. What? 14. Ouch. You can take a hit to do more damage. No, I can't take a hit, not if he's rolling d10 plus two. Four damage. Four damage, nice. He's looking the worst of wear. He's got a, a number of cut scrapes and you've taken a few chunks of flesh out of him. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> I think he's decided that well, discretion is the better part of valor. And he... Makes gonna bravely move, run away, away? <laughs> makes a move towards the hole. I'm going to say Merith. What are you going to try? Get him to the wall with his tail. I think we do want to stop him getting down there if possible. I'm going to try a cool shot to his legs. Okay, that's fine. We can see he's, he's unaware because he's being distracted by the giant Jaguar. Pew. Well, normal sized Jaguar. Seven. Okay, so seven to nine. They're hobbled and slow moving. <clears throat> okay, so yeah, you, you've hit him. He stumbles. He's still moving towards Hobby. He stumbles. He's being slowed down. What are you doing, Emery? Where have you gone? You I'm basically running to try and find something to help to at least temporarily block the hole. I'm worried that his cry was basically him calling for reinforcements. Mm -hmm. So if we can put something at least over it for now. There, I mean, there are plenty of bits of rubble. Mm. You've propped up some of the previous doors with bits of rubble, so you can grab some of that to at least blockade the hole. So you make it back, hauling a rock. Ruidor, since Merith has managed to delay him, you do get a chance to pounce on him before he gets to the hole. Yes, pounce. Oh. 
Ten. Awesome. So you leap, you slam into his back. And do seven damage. And savagely tear into his flesh. He lets out a few last yowls of pain and then stops moving. Ha! The second Volian looks panicked. You've killed his companion and presumably his boss. Mm-hmm. Just think instant promotion. <laughs> it goes to the, the, the far corner from you guys. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, that also means it's far away from the hole and it looks terrified. Meanwhile, still sounds a little bit distant, but you hear a quiet squeaking coming from the hole. We're going to kick this guy down the hole before we block it. Yeah. Spread tales of terror and fear. I think we should, yeah, let's. Yeah. I think we should just. Is it the, the unarmed one, shove him down the hole. Okay, you go manhandle him. <laughs> Who's going to do this? You two between you? Yes. One of you can make a strength oh, roll and the other one can assist. Yay. So who's strong? You're both in it. Both strength eight, yes. Okay. So what if you assist, first of all, by I'll rolling find. plus the number of bombs that you have with your person? Nine, ten. Ten. You successfully assist. So you can give Fiona, or you can give Merit, plus one, a plus one or a minus two. No, plus one is fine, thanks. And Merit, if you make a strength roll. Seven. You can throw him down the hole, but you can see there are others coming up. You can either stop and drop him and deal with the others that are coming up, or you can throw him down the hole, but at least one of those others will get through. Chuck him down. Chuck him down the hole. You can chuck him down the hole. We'll assume he's at max, and then I'll say that you also have time to then chuck the rock on the hole afterwards. Yes. So, yeah. so he is effectively out of action. However, one of the companions got out of the hole mm-hmm. and appears to be armed with better equipment than the other side. He's wielding an actual sword and appears to be wearing crude armour. It's kind of like hodgepodge mixture of hardened leather, bits of chain. He's got one metal shoulder pad. Shiny thing! I pounce! He pounce! <laughs> okay, um, he gets out, draws his sword, scowls at you as you throw one of his companions past him into a hole. He's like looking at you two, because you two are the ones that just threw his body, and then a giant cat hits him from the side. <laughs> well, hopefully hits him, we'll soon look. Yes, so a giant cat. How much damage do you do, Matt? Nine! Nine damage! Oh. Okay. Well, he looked very brave getting out with his sword and his shiny armour. <laughs> Effectively, if this was a shot in a, a film swing, the, sh- the shot would be of this scowling rat man. Cat slams into the side of him and he goes off camera <laughs> and there's just a spurt of blood back in, blood back in her shot. <laughs> you hear a splatter squealing. I bat him about a bit, playing <laughs> So... Everything that was hostile is now dead. <laughs> and there is a rock in... Yeah, this is obviously only a, te- uh, sorry, a temporary thing. I suggest we go and get some more rocks and try and kind of block it permanently. Put it slightly well, over it. If they burrowed up, they will be able to burrow up somewhere else. Yeah, but long but, enough at yeah. least for us to like, get out, get out and make a report on things. Yes, yeah. exactly. I will just stay in the room and watch the hole, just in case. You're staying in Jaguar form? Yeah. It's like a cat watching a mouse hole, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to head back, get some more rubble, larger yeah. pieces of rubble. Now you've got a bit of time. Yeah. yeah. You pilot more rocks, more bits of rubble. You think this is fairly secure at this point? You've brought us a little bit of time. I suggest we get out and go to Tubbridge and say, you know, this is what we found, because they will presumably yeah. have some sort of militia or guard who can come out and do a more permanent... Would I, have, would I have time to do some rubbings of some of the writings we found? You can, yeah. Being as Emery is busy making rubbings, I will transform back to uh, elven form and I will meditate 
I will call upon the forces of nature to heal me, which means I need to make a wisdom roll. I've only got a pass or pass. I've got a choice. I'll take a minus one forward then. You obviously overexerted yourself. You've used this primal magic quite a few times in quite a short period. So I get D8 hit points back, and I can choose of the two rolls. I'll take the six. Okay. So I gain six hit points, but I got a minus one forward. And Merith, you are you're searching these rooms. Yeah, I'll sort of keep the um, aside, have a good look round, let Inky. Are you searching the bodies as well? Yes, I think I probably will. Okay, make a certain realities roll, and since Inky is helping you, you can get what? What's it say for the ranger? Add its cunning to your roll. Uh, and you said I got um. You add his cunning, which I believe is two. Eleven then in total, including Inky. Okay, you may ask me three questions. Okay. What here is useful or valuable to me? You look at the hatchets there, very crude, not of much use. The one did have a sword, which it's just a sword. It's not as good as your sword. You might be able to sell it for a couple of coins. The armour that that one was wearing, although compared to the others, it was better than the others. It's, it's very piecemeal. It's not worth anything. The big one, he's sort of wearing a sash, and that sash has sort of pockets in it. You sort of upend it and empty out. A handful of coins fall out of it and some shiny stones. Ooh, shiny stones. Shiny stones. <laughs> shiny as in cut gemstones or... They appear to be cut gemstones. You're not an expert in gemstones. You can't immediately say, ah, these are clearly worth this much money or anything. Once we're clear up here, maybe when we make camp, I can try and see if any of these things we picked up are magical. Okay, well, I'll take those. Roll a d12. So you find 11 coins of what fall out of his uh, hand of you. Uh, how many shiny gems can I roll? There were two shiny gems. <laughs> What colour shiny gem? One is yellow and one is pale blue. In town, I mean, we established that the town has lots of merchants, so you could certainly get them valued there. There was nothing personal, nothing that looked like it might have been taken off any kind of victim. The sword was presumably taken from someone, but it's a fairly generic sword. It's not got a name or anything engraved on it. Okay. Oh, I still have two more questions. You do. What here is not what it appears to be. One of the gems, the yellow one we will say, you're not sure why. It doesn't seem quite... When you're picking up and looking at them, you happen to tap it, and it seems hollow. Okay. Mm. It's not particularly large. Maybe maybe an inch in diameter, which is, depending on the value of it, is obviously very valuable. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's the size of a small pebble, really. If I hold it up to a light, can I see anything inside it? Does it no, look like it's been no, hollowed out? There or? is nothing particularly okay. discernible about it. It, does, it didn't look odd. It's just that you happen to be tapping that's, it, and okay. it's like, on, that's got a weird resonance okay. to it. Well, I will pocket that anyway. What should I be on the lookout for? You are pretty confident that the hole is secure for the time being. You don't know if this was all of them, though, because you're obviously aware that there is a door they haven't been through. It didn't look like it had been used for a while, but that doesn't mean there aren't more back that way. Yeah, I think possibly we should check that before we go, just in case. And also, if we are going to recommend to people in Tubridge that they come in, we don't really want to be responsible for them all stumbling into traps, so maybe we should check that final door. Mm. Yeah, that seems to make a certain amount of sense. As you may recall, last session, you got that door and you, you picked between those two doors left and right based on the fact that the one door looked like it had been opened and closed and had sort of some scrapes on the floor and stuff. This other door doesn't look like it's ever been... Well, let's take precautions, you know, spread out, get some stuff to prop the door and... Can we poke open it open the door? The door. Uh, the door does open quite easily and it leads into a corridor. Indeed. Oh, bloody yeah. hell. Numerous doors. Uh, I assume you are, you still have your illuminated staff, don't you? Because it was knocked out. Yes, yeah. It was still close enough to me. It's just Actually, you left the room. 
That's true. Away, no, that's true. Let me cast the spell again. Mary does have a lantern. I like having my illuminated staff. Okay. I'm sure it'll be fine. Well, there we go. So it looks cool. You can't by any means make it out, but on that far wall, you can see that there does appear to be script of some sort. Ooh. Let's be careful in case there are any traps. Should we discern some reality here and see if there might be something hidden to our side? If you'd like to discern reality, I think I carefully would probe so. the corridor. I think I'm possibly the best person. You're probably better than me, yeah. <laughs> it looks absolutely fine. I can't see any evidence of any traps wow. whatsoever. Well, I feel what like you're learning from this. Five. Okay. <laughs> Merith moves carefully down the corridor and she assures you that it's quite safe. Once she gets to about here, an arrow shoots out from one side of the corridor and slams <laughs> into like the just the bottom of your leg into your shin. Take D4. That's a one. one. Your armor. Good. Pink. In fact, an arrow launches from wall hole on the wall, but it, it pings off your like a hard bit, maybe your boot or something like that. Can I now look again more closely to see if I can work out what triggered that? Make a wisdom roll again and take a plus one. You're effectively taking a plus one forward. Nine. Okay. You move a little bit further along. And um, I suggest that the others like stay close to the door until I... Okay, you can, you can suggest that. Are you guys staying back? Well, I want to be close enough to give us some support if need be, with my stick. I definitely want to make sure the inky stays in the corridor. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll stay back. I will heed warnings from our trap mistress. Fine. You move along and you manage to identify. There was a trap, which is the one you set off. You identify <coughs> another one, right there. Then you identify a third one, here. Fortunately, that one you identify by setting it off. <laughs> in fact, no. And so you get to there... You're sort of looking for holes in the water and fire, and you hear a clip and realize you've stepped on a pressure plate. You haven't stepped off it yet, though. <laughs> okay. That's not too difficult. Or Stay there. A, a, one of the stones effectively sinks about an inch into the ground. Stay there. Right? I'm going to reach forward with my staff, push down on the stone that she's on. Okay. And then let her ro- jump, jump backwards. I'll basically. move backwards then. So, okay. So basically, I will, once she's clear, I will then just pull the staff back. Okay. So she gets clear, you release your staff, and Sean of an arrow shoots out. This one more at head height, this one's quite much higher on the wall. You then, once that one is dealt with, you identify a final yeah. sort of pressure plate. Uh, so what are you doing? I want to listen at that first door. You can hear nothing from the other side. Okay, did you say there's something at the end of the corridor as well? There is writing script on this oh. far wall. Right, I'll wait till we check the doors really first. So I'll take a look. Are the doors decorated in any way, or are they just plain? They're completely plain. But they have obvious like handles, or do we just have to push them? Based on because they're very they're similar, maybe a bit smaller, but they're similar to the other doors you've seen. You imagine it's just a push door. Okay. Are you going to push on it? Push on the first door. Okay. Make a strength roll. I've got minus one going forward, so I've got minus one to this. Oh, which makes it a six. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> You push on the door, and the whole door moves. It, it doesn't appear to be hinged. The whole door pushes back about an inch, maybe two inches. And then you realise that around the rim of the door, there are vents and some sort of coloured vapour. And unfortunately, because this door doesn't have a handle, you don't seem to have a way of pulling it closed again. Uh-oh. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, obviously, I'm going to let go of the door. Okay, you let go of the door. Are you trying to get away? Yes, I'll move out of the way. I'm not even going to make you roll for it because this vapor's not... Is it coloured vapour or is it colourless? Coloured vapour. What colour do you think it is? Blue. Okay, so some blue vapour is sort of filling that area. Wonderful. It's all near the entrance as well. Was the first one. Oh, great. Okay, uh, I recommend we retreat back and see if it keeps coming. If it does, then we might have to just leave it. Otherwise, if it dissipates after a while, we can check the rest of the corridor. It sort of... 
it doesn't seem to be expanding. It dissipates quite quickly. Obviously, more is pumping in, so it sort of seems to fill that area. After maybe 30 seconds, maybe a minute, the door seems to slide back into place and the vape dissipates. In that case, so I'm watch out for the doors, guys. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to hold my breath and go past in case there's anything lingering. I want to look, look at the writing at the far wall, see if anything we can work out with it. It appears to be the same script as the others. Mm-hmm. You're still not able to read it without getting someone to translate it. You'd be able to get certain symbols. Yes. So make a spout law roll. Excellent. Eight. Eight. thing <clears throat> that's not necessarily useful yeah. is that you've worked out what language this is. The, the pictographs are used in a few different old languages, but you think based on the structure and the way the, the mm-hmm. pictographs are sort of linked together, you think it, it's an old language that was used over a thousand years ago by a, a long-since collapsed empire that was mm. in these parts. Human empire? Yes, the human empire. What, what is this empire called, in fact, Steve? This one, the, the old one. Uh, yes, the ancient empire that this language is from. It was the empire of Virinian. Okay. Virinian. It appears to be a Virinian dialect of some sort. So you'll need to do a bit of research, but you can probably find out a bit more about it. Sure. The Virinian empire. Can I examine the second door? You can. Pay particular attention to the frame and see whether there's any vents on this one. Not visible, but there weren't any visible on the first one until it sank back an inch. Effectively, it looks like the door itself was acting as a stopper, and when you pushed it back an inch, then the gas was released. Did it seem to hit anything as you pushed it back? I suppose it started spewing gas. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to try and push this one. Make a strength roll, through it all. Oh, for God's sake! (laughs) That's almost the lowest I can get. Okay, so I utterly failed to push this door as well. Clearly, I have been weakened by my tussling with the giant bowl man. You push the door, it moves back again, maybe an inch or so. There don't appear to be any vents, and then sort of slows to a stop. You could try putting like your full weight into it, slamming into it harder, but you, you'd risk you know, pulling a muscle or doing yourself some injury if you push any harder. And uh, I'll give this door up as a lost cause. <laughs> okay. Did you say there was moss growing on some of these doors? Yeah, the first door, the one the gas came out of, there was a bit of moss sort of around the corners. I would know what kind of moss this was. Yes, you would. So tell us what it is. So the moss must indicate the presence of water down here, I think. And I'm going to say it luminesces as well. Okay, so there's some luminescent moss. Yes. All right, I'm going to move to the next door along. Keep trying. One of these is bound to open. <laughs> can we help him try and push on open? Yeah, I mean, you can all push the door if you want. Well, first of all, I'm going to examine the frame just in case. Again, the frame is effectively featureless stone. All right, I'm going to give it a shove. You push on this one, and it opens quite easily, actually. This one does. Now, this one is actually hinged and swings open. See, I told you one of them was bound to open sooner or later. (laughs) Well, you you push the door, and it seems to lead into a small, dark closet, for lack of a better term. Is there anything in the closet? Is there a portal to a magical world? There are this damage to the back wall. And actually, I'm going to say that water has pooled in here. Uh, it's caused by the earthquake, maybe. Yes. But there's no. nothing in the room other than... There's nothing that was deliberately placed here. I'm going to open a door to that door on the south wall that Rodo hasn't got to yet. First, I'm going to examine the door. Is there anything odd? There's nothing obvious about this one. There's no obvious signs of the trap. Are you going to give it a push? Yes. Let's make a strength roll. That would be no. Six. 
you push this door and it swings open. In fact, the entire door gives way underneath your push <laughs> and you fall into this room. Completely meant that to happen. And there appears to be a corridor. You've got a lantern actually, haven't you? So yeah, mm. you go see there is in fact script at the far end of this corridor, but you've actually fallen. Ooh, I'm going to say when you fall, do you let go of your lantern or do you um, sort of face plant the floor? I think I let go of my lantern. You let go of your lantern. Yeah. Your lantern is still intact, but the oil in it has drowned the flame and... Or yeah. you'll have to sort of use up, you'll have to either like replace the oil when you get back to town, or yeah. you might have someone your adventure in town. Well, I will sort of scramble backwards into the corridor then yep. and brush myself up. But look, a corridor! <laughs> <laughs> Stroll on down. Should we check the rest of the doors? Yeah, I just check the doors. Emery, what are you doing? You've, you've oh, well, in that case, since we're all trying this out, I'm going to try and poke the door next to me with my staff, see if it opens easily. And if not, then I shall make a, a bigger push. Okay, it doesn't seem to budge under your staff. So, if you make a. Eight. You shove the door, it moves back about an inch, and then you hear a click. That's not a good noise. Do you? I just heard the click. Yes. I'm going to try and keep it at the level it's at with my staff and edge out of the way, and then move okay. the staff out of the way. You, you sort of move to one side, move your staff, use your staff kind of like, not a crowbar. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Hold it that inch deep. See, staff's much better than Then move back, and nothing appears to happen. Mm. You can see that there are vents around the edge of it, the same as the tool that released gas earlier. We might be in luck, possibly. I can't hear anything apart from a click. I can't hear like a, a sound of gas escape. There's no obvious hissing noise or anything. I warn everyone that the possibility of a gas, but it doesn't seem to be anything coming out. I mean, not only would it be colourless and odourless, it would also be silent, which uh, is unusual if it's been held in a, a sealed container. Okay, right. Well, we'll leave that one then. And what cool. about the last one on that north wall? Should we try that? Yeah. I will try it then. Since I'm nearest. Okay, Marith, you move to the door. I will examine it. I'll go to the other side rather than next to the place that might be spewing gas. Yeah, you can examine it. Like, it's the same as all the others. There's nothing. There had been moss on a couple of them, but seemingly at random. Mm. It's not Not on all of them. Fine, I'll push the door then. In fact, I'm going to push from as far away as I can. Short arms length. Yeah. Four. I failed totally. The door does not seem to move at all. Does anyone else want to give it a try? Shall I give it a go, Rodor? I will give it a go. I'll try and help. If you are first, plus your number of bonds. Uh, four, five, six, seven, including the bonds. I expose myself to danger, retribution, or costs. Matt, make a just make a strength roll. That's it. So yeah, you get a plus one for you, <laughs> Oh my lord! Well, seven with the plus one. Not a great success. Okay, <laughs> you're putting weight into it to push it open. You are back from stepping into the room beyond. The issue is that it again appears to be a small cupboard. And as you step into it, you do hear a click and then a whooshing noise. Oh, Effectively, you can get yourself out of danger, but by getting yourself out of danger, you're going to be putting Emery into the line of fire <laughs> because he's immediately behind you. What are you going to do? Are you going to take the hit or are you going to let Emery take it? Oh. Oh, nice fast. I will take the hit. Oh. Okay, basically on the opposite wall of this cupboard, there is, like you've seen before, an arrow hole, a little bit bigger, and a crossbow bolt fires out, and unfortunately, because you take the hit, slams straight into you, um, and I'm going to take D8 damage. <laughs> it's a crossbow bolt. <laughs> that was so brave of you. That's partially Steve's fault for failing his assistance role as well. He, he was putting himself into danger, and you took the danger for him. Because I'm the brave Sir Robin. <laughs> Am I rolling the damage or are you rolling the damage? You roll damage yourself. Come on, roll low, roll low, roll low. <laughs> Six damage. Okay, so the crossbow bolt slams into your chest. Ow! I'm going to pull that out and toss it to one side. 
So are these rooms actually rooms, or are they or corridors, or are they just uh, Those two both were small cupboards, about a metre deep, about what a metre What kind long. of crazy f*** has designed this place? It's just it randomly seems like it's been deliberately trapped. What a load of art. No wonder this empire collapsed. This is a, a, a church or temple, specifically. The temple of the dick god. <laughs> The man with the glowing staff has a quick look down the corridor. Okay. Are you okay. advancing down the corridor? Yes, looking around carefully in case anything nasty is waiting for me. Being subjected to enough traps now to know the telltale <laughs> signs, at least for who has to put the traps in this dungeon. You get to the end that is script at the end of the corridor. Okay. It's the same form of script. Unfortunately, you're still unable to read it. No doors. There are no doors. There is nothing else obvious in this corridor. Well, we have found that there have been secret doors before, so... You could try this in reality. I think we should have a good look around. Ben. I hope that this special luminescent moss has healing properties and I'd like to apply it to my crossbow bolt wound. Crazy outdoor type. Just because something is natural doesn't mean it's better. Medicine and natural medicine which have been proved to work. Emery is clearly not suited for life in the wilderness. (laughs) This from the man with the crossbow bolt sticking out of his chest. Let's not take too much time because I... I rolled 11. Merith is looking at the corridor. What's here is not what it appears to be. As you sort of move down the corridor... You've obviously been keeping your eye out for pressure plates on the floors and stuff like that, but as you sort of search it a bit more thoroughly, you find there's actually a pressure plate on one of the walls. Is it like mm-hmm. the ones we've seen before? Where you uh, press yeah, you have yeah. found some other, a couple yeah. of other places you found stones where you can push them in. Okay. Before I do that, what is about to happen? Assuming that you push that thing, what is about to happen is you think that, possibly based on experience of the others that you've encountered in this room, you, you think it will open either a secret door or a secret compartment. Okay. What should I be on the lookout for? So there is this pressure plate. You think that it will open a secret door or a secret compartment. Given how far into the temple this is and how there have basically been multiple traps on the way to this point, you wouldn't be surprised if that secret compartment is not the sort of final hurdle. You think it may well be a trap or a puzzle to actually get beyond it. Well, I will tell the others what I've seen and then... Maybe with your staff, we could press the... Okay, we'll use the staff. To okay, you staff to press the button. Yes. And the pressure plate is on at one wall, and you press it, you hear a click from behind you. <laughs> as you turn around, a oh. uh, panel in that wall opens. It's not a large panel, but it's similar to the one you found behind the tapestry. Yeah. So there is a effectively small shelf on that wall. On the shelf, if you look a bit closer with the light, there appear to be five coloured stones, and there is text on the back of the shelf. Hmm. What colours are the stones? They're going to be red, yellow, blue, green, and black. Are they just laid out? Are they on stands? Are they put in like, like divots in the... They appear to be actually slightly sunken. So yeah, like divots. I'm going to attempt to detect magic at this stage. Okay, you're casting a spell. Eight. So there is a drawback. It looks like once again I am drawing welcome attention or putting myself in a spot. So something bad happens as a result. Okay. Three of the stones glow. Okay. The black one, the yellow one, and the blue one. Am I sensing any magic also on the people around me, if they're, for instance, carrying a crown? I'll say you've planned ahead, so you've made sure those are easily visible at the same time, and you get a, you get a definite strong magical energy coming from the crown, mm-hmm. and a slight magical energy coming from one of Merith's gemstones, like the yellow one that appears yeah. to hollow. Okay, I'll point it out to you as well. Um, do these look like similar gemstones? The same cut, same size, they're completely different. Right, okay. So three of these are magical. I mean, it could be that we're supposed to, you know, take them out in a particular order, or... I don't know. I mean, there's always a possibility we can seal all this up again and return at a later date. Shiny things? May I suggest if you decide to take the shiny things, 
we use some stuff to make sure that nothing behind us is blocked before we go, in case the entire thing starts going um, You also get a sense of a dark magic emanating Ooh. from beneath. Ooh, do I have like, any idea of how far beneath? You don't know. It, it feels immense, but far away. Ooh, that's interesting, that is. And when you sense that, you get the impression that it senses you. Oh! It feels almost like a presence that is asleep, and when you sense it, it sort of maybe doesn't quite wake up, but you disturb its sleep, and it sort of seems it sort of rolls over and is, is looking Ooh. in your direction. I'll mention I've said something below us as well. Not sure how far below us. Something which sounds like feels, feels like it might be dangerous. That's a pretty safe bet. I, I think your idea of blocking the doors because everything else is blocked. It would be this one at the end of the corridor, and the next one. A lot because everything else yes, is already blocked. So yes, let's do that. So, what do you think, then, chaps? I mean, when it comes to you know potential magical items and traps, I have no idea. I've never encountered anything like this before. Uh, the Vrenian Empire. What were they like? I don't know. What were they like? Aha. <laughs> this was an old empire that. So it's not the new empire. This is an ancient empire that died yes. out, right? Yes. It might be that they died out because they awoke some great evil below them. For all we know. Well, who did they worship? Because clearly this is a place of worship. It's a temple or a cathedral. Do we... Did, how about the eye symbol? Is that something that's been carried across to any modern religions or cults that we know of? And numerous religions use eyes and that. This is a specific design that you're not familiar with. Emery, the fact that you know about the Varinian Empire, mm-hmm. why, why would you be studying the Varinian Empire? They may be magical well, in nature. Um, I'm sure they, they had a fair amount of magic going in. After all, any empire, I suspect, has to have a fairly strong magical basis just when they run into another empire that does. I don't think the Varinian Empire was particularly founded on magical principles, but that doesn't mean that you know it didn't become important later on in its life. I mean, what I've gathered, I've gathered from history books, for all that the Tempest Peaks are small, we've got, we're fairly well read, and we've got a fair interest in history and things, but I don't have a massive amount of information of the Indian Empire. It collapsed from within, as I recall, but I don't know the exact details why. It, it wasn't you know, crushed by an outside force, it just collapsed in on itself. But there's nothing that would give us an idea. All of the writing that you've seen so far, you get the impression that they are quotes. Yeah. Not actually quotes, but like excerpts from something. Yeah, probably excerpts from a religious book in that case would be my assumption. So it could be things like, you know, beware the greedy man for he shall inherit a crossbow bolt in the face kind of thing. Well, you could have told me that before I opened the door. Well, it's taking me this, it's a complicated language. It takes a while to put these things together. How big are these gems? These are actually larger than the ones that Meredith has already picked up. They're maybe the size of a snooker ball, say. Although they are like half, you can see the top half of them, effectively, you can see a hemisphere. Are they, do they look like they're spherical than the gems? They're faceted, but they're they cut, are... They're cut gems. They're, they're, right. they're cut gems, yeah. but they are roughly round. They're roughly spherical. They're like D20s. They're, they're <laughs> jewels D20s. Hmm. So Emery has gone back and ensured that there is some, sort, some stone blocking <laughs> all of the doorways. I want to take the shiny things. There are five shiny things. Only three of them are magical. Maybe the non-magical ones are perfectly safe. Or maybe the non-magical ones are the trap. Let's just pick them up. Okay, so we're going to... Well volunteered. I get back away. Are we basically going to brush them all, all five of them into a bag? Or should we just go for the magic ones? Or You might as well take them all in one go. Fair enough. Okay, I'll hold the bag, you brush, then let's run like space. I'm going to back out. Okay, Emery holds the bag. I will... You put your hand up sort of on the shelf and, and sort of sweep it forward so you're going to sweep them up into the bag. 
but none of them actually move. You realise that they're actually embedded in the stone. Ooh, they're properly embedded, so they don't even they shift are. at all. You could possibly pry them out with something, but they seem to be set in the stone. Maybe we're meant to push one. them, yeah, push yeah. them down. You could try. And the magic ones are the blue, yellow, and black yeah. ones. Well, the other two colours, red and green, was it? Yeah. Yes. Shall I push one? Go for it. I'm going to push the yellow one. You push it, and there is sort of a, a high-pitched screech emanates all around you. Oh, God. And roll a d4 for damage. And of course, I rolled a one. There we go. Okay. There is a, a sort of a, a spark of electrical energy almost that shocks you, and you sort of take a step back. Hmm. Uh, which I let go of the gem, obviously. Yeah. And the screech does eventually sort of fade away. It's quite painful to hear, but it does then fade away. Does it sound like an artificial screech, or was it, did, it, did it remind me of any kind of animal? No, it, it wasn't animalistic. It didn't sound like a natural noise. Okay, don't push the gems. Well, basically, this this seems to me that there's two options. There's, obviously, they're meant to be pushed. Now, it did sink only a little bit, but it, so, it did sink when you pushed it. The question now is, is it that the magical gems are traps, or is it that the magical gems are the correct gems, or they need to be pushed in a certain order? I think they need to be pushed in a certain order, and they'll open something else. Like mm-hmm. the yellow one is not the first one. I'm going to push the blue one. You push the blue one, <laughs> yeah. and there is a, a chime <laughs> rather than a screech. Okay, in that case, rather than pausing, I'm going to go straight to the black one and push that straight, straight away. Straight to the black one. Yes. There is a loud, high-pitched squeeze <laughs> louder than last time. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to accept for Steve, take a D4 damage. Oh, jeez. Steve, take 2D4 damage. D4. Ooh, four. Six. Oh, three. Ah. Uh, you take uh, there's a discharge of electrical energy hits you and your hair is slightly like standing on end. It's no mm. longer stylish. No, not really. You've staggered back a bit. Has the blue gem stayed depressed or is it? No. Get the order press right. So you pressed it, it chimed, and then you, you said without pausing, you immediately went to the black one, yeah. and there was a screech and an electrical discharge. Okay, I'm going to try an experiment here. Mind you, this is going to damage everybody, so maybe I shouldn't. Try pressing the blue again first, in case it's reset. Maybe we should ignore the other two magical ones for now. Yeah, try pressing the blue, and then press either the red or the green, and see what happens. Okay, I'm going to press the blue one first. Press the blue, and there is a chime... Press the red one. Press the red one. You press the red one, it sinks down, there is a click, <laughs> and a vapour starts to fill, ah! it, it immediately fills the shelf, and then starts to sort of pour into the corridor. Yeah. But you've got okay. plenty of time to get out of the way. Back out, back out. I'm going to quickly drop back, take a deep breath, rush back in again, press the blue, and then press the, which is the one that you pressed? It was red. Press the, was it green? Green. Then press that. Really? Okay. There is again, there is a time. There is already vapor filling in the corridor, no, and no. now it starts gushing out. Okay, now I'm running back again. <laughs> and you actually, you vacate the corridor, and it yep. fills the corridor. Woohoo! It, is there a smell? It, it fills the corridor. Are you going to smell the vapor? <laughs> no, Sorry, are you smelling the vapor? <laughs> I'm not deliberately sniffing it, but there might be a waft of something. There's, there's no immediate scent. Eventually the vapor does start to dissipate. Okay. Right, okay, let's see if we can work this out logically. So it should be blue then yellow, it's the only combination we haven't tried yet. Well, yeah. We know that the blue, yellow and black are the magical, magical ones. ones. So it could well be that order thing again, which would be blue, yellow, black, if it is just a magic for each verse. The non-magical ones, I, su- I suspect, are linked directly to traps. The fact that they're not magical makes me think that anyway. Can we go back in? 
the vapour has like, now yeah. dissipated. We press the blue and then don't do anything. Does the chime change? So you press the blue and it's a yeah. just a chime, chime. Just chimes once. No, just chimes once. Okay. I'm going to take that. I'm two together. Uh, who's doing what? I'll, I'll let him press the yellow one after he's pressed the blue. So the blue one's been pressed. Ruidor, you're then going to press, you're pressing the yellow one. Correct. Just to check you all gathered around this. I'm backing opening. away a couple I'm steps. Well <laughs> just in case. When you press the yellow one, there is a second chime with Ooh. a slightly different pitch, slightly higher pitch. Go for the black. There is a third chime with a higher pitch. And Ruidor vanishes. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Flash of light and he's just not there. That's amazing. I need to try it myself. Are you going to do it? Yeah. Okay. Emery runs down the corridor. This looks fun. He's those same three buttons. There's a time, time, time. And there's a flash of light and he disappears. <laughs> right. Okay, fine. I'm going to go to that panel. I'm going to hold on to Inky so I don't okay. want to lose him. Has he got a collar? Presumably he's got a collar. Do you put yes, a collar on your dog? He has a collar. Okay. In yeah. fact, he has a he has a harness more than a collar. He's okay. got like a sort of like a yeah. chest harness type thing. Oh, Hold yeah. the pink harness, and I'm gonna press the blue. Time. And then I'm gonna press the yellow. Time. Then I'm gonna press the black. Time. 